drink and dance all night Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers And our pants are feeling tight Bottle service with BKP Bottle service with BKP Hi everyone, welcome back to Bottle Service it's me, your girl, Sarah Merrill Hall, coming to you with a little solo episode this week. I know we've had on a lot of amazing guests the last few weeks. I hope you guys have been liking the show, uh, but you're just getting me this week. It's just us. Back to our roots, I feel like, you know, with this whole podcast. It used to just be me every week. Um, but this week's topic... <laughs> is a tough one. I actually looked for experts to bring on for this show. And it, it this one is so hard, you guys, because I feel like we're talking about bouncing back this week. And the, the whole concept of bouncing back after having a baby is a sensitive topic. I feel like no matter how I talk about this, like I'm going to get in trouble with somebody somewhere is going to be offended. It's 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 hard to talk about this perfectly. Um but it's something we got to talk about. And, you know, I know the things that I should say at the jump of this episode. What I what I should say is that bouncing back is absolute bullshit, <laughs> you know, and we shouldn't worry about it. We have we just brought this beautiful, amazing baby into the world. We have a lot of other shit to talk about, a lot of other shit to worry about other than, you know, the aesthetics of our bodies, of course. And that's also partially why this episode is so late in the season, P.S. I'm like, we have so many other important things to talk about before we talk about, quote unquote, bouncing back. And that also that like bouncing back is bullshit because like, what are you bouncing back to? You know, a pre-baby body? Like you can't go back to a pre-baby body because you've had a baby. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it doesn't exist. So it's not something we should be striving for. There's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why bouncing back is bullshit. And that's what I should say and I should just hang up this episode and call it a day and be like it's something we shouldn't be worrying about or focusing or putting any time and energy into. Period, end of story. But that's not the truth if I'm being 100% honest. And I know from somebody who just went through this that it almost does us a disservice to say that like bounce back isn't worth talking about because it's something I know I cared about. Like I came home from the hospital and I was like, okay, great. Baby's healthy. He's here. Now I want to get my body back. Like it, I know from experience, it, it was something that early on I was – concerned with I wanted to figure out and I think it's okay I think it's like normal and a natural thing for us to want to do I understand it I don't want to shame anybody like I feel like there is almost a little bit of shame around talking about it because we're not supposed to worry about it but if you think about it, we just went through like a long period of pregnancy where our body isn't ours or it's not ours completely. We're sharing it. You know, we go through birth, which is insane. And now we have this new baby and this new life. And I think it's okay to like, to want to feel like yourself again. You know, like I, that's what I wanted to get to. I wanted to, I looked in the mirror after coming home from the hospital and I was like, I don't recognize this body I see. I want to get back to a body that I feel comfortable in and familiar with, (laughs) you know? So 
I know that's where I was at. I don't know where you're at in your personal journey. Um, but I figured the best thing I could do with this episode is just to like tell you my actual experience, be completely transparent with you, tell you everything I did, tell you everything I wish I did differently and how it actually shook out because I don't think that there's a lot of transparency when it comes to uh, this whole bounce back thing. Like I know, oh my God, I remember like reading about certain celebrities. I'm just going to like call fucking people out, whatever. Um, I remember like when Kristen Cavallari had her babies, like I remember reading like an Us Weekly article where she was just, she looked amazing. You know, she was like so skinny after having a baby and she was just like, I just breastfed. And I felt like I even have friends that like I've asked like, wow, you look amazing after having a baby. Like, what'd you do? And they're just like, I was, I'm just stressed. I'm just chasing around, you know, my, my two kids that just, the weight just fell off. And at least for me, like that was not my experience at all. <laughs> and I just want to be a place of transparency, honesty, and uh, a place where we can actually compare notes. So like that's what I'm going to do with this episode. I'm just going to tell you everything that I did um, and like how my expectations versus reality really played out. So let's let's kick this off. I, I think uh, where I'm going to start is like just telling you my actual expectations coming out of of birth um and where I was at because we're all we're all gonna be so different like we all had different pregnancies we're all gonna put on different amounts of weight during pregnancy we're all gonna have like different levels of physicality before even getting pregnant like all of our journeys are gonna look totally different for me I was in the best shape of my life when I got pregnant so if you've been listening to the show for a while like I got pregnant right after my wedding and my wedding was like postponed because of COVID. So I actually ended up training for that wedding for a really long time. Like I trained for like months before my wedding and then it got postponed because of COVID. And then like I just continued that health and wellness journey into my actual wedding. So there was like a full like year and a half or so uh, where I was just like eating really well, working out consistently, like all that to say by the time my wedding rolled around, I was in incredible shape. By the time I got pregnant a month later, I was like literally in the best shape of my life. Also just like my body type and like how I've grown up. Like I, I've always enjoyed working out. I work out like mostly for my mental health and I've been pretty consistent weight wise. Like I'm not somebody who yo-yos really big one way or the other. I've always had a consistent weight kind of like my entire adult life. So I really came into this whole quote unquote bounce back period where I was like, I know most people, this is probably going to take a long time for me. I'm going to crush this. <laughs> like I'm just being honest with you guys. Okay. Like I was like, okay, you know, I really think by month three, month four, we're going to be in a good place. Like I, hundred percent thought that. And we had a wedding. We, uh, we had a wedding. I knew like four months after giving birth in Italy. I'm like, by the time I get to Italy, like I'm going to be in a bikini. I'm going to be looking good. So that's just like, I just, I'm telling you that just to like show you where my expectations were. And even though I had those expectations of like, you know, by month three or month four, I'm going to be in a good spot. I also want to say that I made sure that when I had the baby, I 
I allowed myself a grace window. Like I, I actually thought about my friend who got a nose job. This is, this is going to sound like I'm going off the rails here, but I swear there's a point to this story. But like, I remember in high school, my best friend got a nose job and like, just like high school best friends do. Like I like, we were inseparable. I went to like her appointments with her. And I remember like two or three weeks after she had her nose job, the doctor looked at her and he's like, I'm going to take your bandages off to see what you look like, but I'm not even going to show you what you look like because your, your nose is going to in no way resemble the end result. And I tell that story because that's something I actually kind of thought about when I came home from the hospital. I'm like, I'm going to see myself in the mirror. I know what I'm looking at is like not a representation of what I'm going to look like. You know, like we're in, we're in crazy mode right here. Like we just gave birth and that actually helped me a lot. Like I knew when I looked in the mirror and I saw like my giant boobs, my belly that still looked completely pregnant, and my body just in general, I, I looked at it and was able to like not panic. Like I looked at it and could almost like laugh and smile because I was like, I know that this is just not a representation of what I'm going to look like. We are in like ground zero of recovery mode. So that was really helpful for me. I Anybody listening who's like in the early, early, early days, like I gave myself that grace for six weeks Knowing everything I know now, I wish I extended that period of grace for a full three months. Do not even, do not even like look or try and analyze or feel bad or do anything looking at your body in those first three months because like, it's just, it's, we are in, we're in ground zero mode. Like we are still in just like the very, very beginning of recovery. So anyway, so all that being said, I came home from the hospital. I have a lot of grace for myself. I see myself in the mirror for the first time. I'm looking at myself as like a science experiment, to be honest. And I get on the scale. I'm like, I want to know, you know, I want to like quantify this journey. Like, where am I after after having the baby? So I I put on about 40 pounds in pregnancy. When I got on the scale, when I got home, right after getting home from the hospital, I had already lost 20 You know, you think about it, it's like the baby, the placenta, there's some fluids that, you know, you lose right away. So I hopped on that scale. I saw that I had already lost 20 pounds. I'm like, baby, we are good. (laughs) You know, like feeling pretty good when I saw that I had already lost basically half the weight just in that first weekend. Now, before we get into everything that I did, I just want to put this out there. I did not lose another pound from that day for another four months. Okay. Like, and I did everything. I did so much shit. We're going to get into it in just a second, but that was the reality for me. Like I did a lot and that getting on the scale coming home from the hospital gave me some real false expectations because I thought the weight was just going to come right off and it did not. So let's get into it real quick. First, I want to say that I actually got a really good piece of advice before I kind of started getting back into workouts and doing the whole thing. I, I I already mentioned that like those first six weeks, I didn't think about working out. I didn't think about anything. Like all I wanted to do was focus on my baby, um, you know, recovering from surgery, getting us in a good place. I wasn't going to think about dieting, exercise, any of that bullshit until after that six week period. 
again, if I could go back, I would extend that a little bit longer. Anyway, before I really got into the weeds, I was working with my girl Summer, who does like body work. And I've, you've heard me talk about her on the podcast before. She, I did massages and cupping with her in pregnancy, and she was there for me in postpartum. Anybody in Nashville who is interested, I'll give you her info. She's incredible. But anyway, you know, she was, you know, giving me a little massage, doing some cupping, some lymphatic drainage, which in early postpartum days is so good. If you can find anybody who can do that with you, like look for somebody. It's so helpful. You have like so much fluid inflammation in those early weeks after having a baby, like massage cupping and lymphatic drainage are incredible in those early, early weeks. But she gave me a piece of advice that honestly I have thought about almost every single day since. She's like, look, I know you want to lose the weight as fast as you can, but she's like, think about what your body just did and what it just went through. Like you, you were basically running a marathon every day with the exertion your body went through to build a baby, to build a full functioning human with like a circulatory system and organs and all of that shit. Like your body went through so much to build that baby. She's like, especially if you're thinking about getting pregnant again, the last thing you want to do is like put your body through crazy extremes to lose all this weight and, you know, get a six pack again. If you just plan on getting pregnant again and doing it all over again, like you got to give your body a break. So I loved that piece of advice going into this. Um, and it's something I really, really took to heart because yeah, for, I, I know we're going to shoot for number two, not right away, but I think that's a good point. Like you want to give your body a little bit of a break if you're going to go through all of this shit again. I hope all of you are living your best hot mom summer so far. And if you want to kick back with a spritz, a spicy margarita, a seltzer, whatever your adult beverage is of choice, just make sure you chase it with some morning recovery from more labs. I love morning recovery and basically refuse to drink without it at this point. I just can't afford to feel like crap after a day or night of drinking when I have to parent the next day. So that's where this little proprietary blend of electrolytes and vitamins comes in handy. This formula helps speed up the breakdown of alcohol-induced toxins. All you have to do is drink one of these bad boys before or after you drink alcohol, and it will help rehydrate and restore lost nutrients so you can wake up ready to take on really whatever motherhood has in store for you. I have seen these sold actually individually in my local grocery shop now, which is awesome. But pro tip, just go and buy a box of these. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have several in my pantry and they do come in handy. And I know that they will, especially this summer. Right now, if you go to their website, you can save 20% off when you use code BIGKID at morelabs.com slash BIGKID. Do not let rough mornings after drinking dampen the next day. Drink smarter with morning recovery. And again, use that code BIGKID for 20% off your entire order at checkout. Cheers. So I really set out um, to lose my the baby lose some baby weight but like do it in a really healthy way I didn't want to put any extreme stress on my body I wanted to listen to my body and for me that looked like you know starting off with physical therapy because again I've talked about this in a couple of previous episodes but like I had diastasis a lot of women are gonna have 
some degree of diastasis. Uh, we talked about it in the episode core rehab with the bell method. She's incredible. If you haven't listened to this episode, go back. But, um, I basically, I had diastasis and a C-section. So my abdominal wall was cut. I had to do, um, a lot of physical therapy just to get my muscles in a place where I could like go to workout classes and actually work out. So I started slow. I started with physical therapy and then I started with like low impact workouts. So I started, I think the first thing I started doing was walking and I think walking is the best thing you can do as a postpartum workout. It's like you do it with your baby. Um, you get outside. I mean, I remember those first few weeks, like the only time I left my house was to just go on a little daily walk. It's so good for your mental health to get outside, to walk around a little bit. It's, it's low impact. It's good for you. Um, all the things, um, So it's good for also your baby to just like kind of get like rid of that day and night confusion. I mean, there's so many benefits. So I just started with like walks around my block. And eventually that led to like, I try to do 20 minute walks every single day. In addition to walking, I also did low impact workouts like bar and yoga, which was actually really nice. Like I used to love yoga and then I kind of like lost that a little bit when I was in super training mode for my wedding. I was doing like berries and like weightlifting and all this crazy shit. And it was actually kind of nice to like get back into yoga and like move a little bit slower, just get my body feeling good because, you know, those first few months after having a baby, I felt like I got hit by a bus. Um, so a lot of yoga, a lot of bar, which I love again, low impact weight, low, a low impact workout that, um, you know, you really kind of have to focus on individual muscle groups, which was great for me because especially with my core, I needed to move slow. I needed to just learn to re-engage certain muscles. So bar was great. And, uh, that's one I always recommend when anybody asks me, you know, post-workouts after having a baby. That being said, I still like needed to modify a ton when working out And that lasted for months, for months that I needed to go a little bit slower than the pace of the class. I needed to modify, uh, but it was great. You know, I think if you can, and I, I know me saying this, some of you are going to be rolling your eyes like, yeah, I would fucking love to get out to a workout class. There's no possible way. Um, which I totally get. I'm lucky that my husband works from home. So like, I I think I was going like three days a week where I would be like, I'm leaving for this hour. You're on duty. And it was wonderful. Also just getting out of the house and like without your baby and like to be able to converse with other adults. Like I ended up like making friends in those classes that I went to every week. And it was great. If you can do that. Amazing. If you can't, we live in an an amazing time of the internet where there are so many good workout options online. And I know this is going to sound so condescending because like people tell you to sleep when the baby sleeps and you're like, what the fuck? So for me to be like, Hey, work out when your baby's napping might sound like a dick punch right now. I'm not trying to do that. I'm just saying it's an option. I did that in the, in a couple of the early days I would do like, um, a Melissa Wood health 
class. If anybody is not familiar with Melissa Woodhealth, she has like the best like short workout videos online. She's amazing. And I swear, like I would be more sore from like a 20 minute Melissa Woodhealth workout than I would from like an hour long bar class. So if you're, if you're just trying to dip your toe into working out again, I think, you know, maybe doing some online workouts is a great option. There's also like a bunch of free workouts on YouTube. Like especially in the early days, I would just YouTube like postpartum workouts and there were so many to choose from. So that's great. Another thing was eating. I mean, people say that like losing weight is like 70% what you put in your mouth, which, you know, there's, there's definitely some truth to that. I actually did in my first, I want to say it was like after, after I hit the six week mark, I decided to do like a meal program. Like I wanted to be like serious about clean eating. So I did Saqqara Life. This is not sponsored. I really wish that it was. Sakara, if you're listening to this, hit your girl up. Um, but that was like a month of super clean meals. So did that, did the workouts. I will say after that month of Sakara, after that, you know, month or so of working out, I got back on the scale, still had lost zero pounds from coming home from the hospital. Was a little surprised by that, not gonna lie. I also was doing a ton of cryotherapy and saunaing at this time because it's just like easy on your body easier on your body um they say it's good for inflammation it's good for fat burning in a quick way um so those were like those were the big things that I was doing you know I'm doing body work like I mentioned earlier doing cupping lymphatic drainage physical therapy cryotherapy saunaing eating really clean working out you know, going on daily walks. I mean, that's a lot of shit if you think about it. And I'm telling you month four rolled around and I got on the scale and I had finally lost one pound, (laughs) you know, which I will say was like pretty discouraging to be honest. Like, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like what more could I be doing? This is insane. But that's, that's part of it. And we're going to talk about that in a second is like, time is such a factor and like you can't force these things and they take time and everybody's different like I have had friends who have bounced back much faster than I have but I tell you that only because I know my expectations were way way off in terms of a timeline and here we are I'm doing all of this stuff month four rolls around I've lost one extra pound and I say there's there's a couple of things here and we're going to talk about more of this in a second but part of it is like the number on the scale I don't think is the best barometer to see how you're doing. I even though I had only lost 1 pound by that 4 month mark I at least felt a lot better in my body instead of feeling like I got hit by a bus I felt like I got, you know, into a relatively mild car accident, you know? So it was improvements. I feel like I looked, I looked pretty good. Like I still had like problem areas on my quote unquote problem areas where like, you know, I still would look at myself and be like, oh, my belly, I still look a little pregnant. Like I, I, my legs, I, I have like cellulite on my legs that wasn't there pre-pregnancy. But, um, I feel at least like you know, the eating well, the exercise, all the things I was doing was helping me at least look a little bit better, even though the number on the scale wasn't there. Also, though, I will say 
because I hadn't dropped any weight, this also kind of raised some flags for me where I was like, maybe something else is going on. So my, my grand total of weight loss at five months was now two pounds. Um, I decided to do some hormone testing to just see if like something was going on. Cause I have heard that if your hormones are off, if your thyroid is off, which can happen post-pregnancy that like you can do everything and not lose any weight. Um, so I did do some hormone testing and you know, when I got the results of it, it was just that like my cortisol levels were high, which wasn't super surprising. I think most women experience higher levels of cortisol after having a baby because they say cortisol is a stress hormone. And of course, like you're taking care of a new human. We're, we're all getting less sleep. Like there's a lot to be stressed about. So, you know, cortisol is, is I think kind of expected to rise. Um, but I do think hormone testing in general is something that is good to do if you have any concerns. Also around this time, around like month four or five, I remember I was listening to actually a podcast with like Stassi Schroeder was talking about how like she had didn't lose any of her pregnancy weight for like four months. All she was doing was drinking bone broth and nothing was coming off. So she started M-Sculpt. And M-Sculpt is basically this machine that like a lot of athletes use. It's like, let's say an athlete tears something in one of their legs and um, needs to get surgery or something like that. They'll attach this M-Sculpt machine to whatever muscle and it works it out to a point so that the muscle doesn't atrophy while it's trying to heal. So I looked into this almost immediately. I was like, where can I find M-Sculpt where I live in Nashville? And um, it was actually at this place called Complexion. Shout out Complexion. I love them over there. They're amazing. And they have an M-Sculpt machine. They're like one of the few. But I went in. They were so great, so helpful. And we ended up especially because I had diastasis. They were very careful about how to give me M-Sculpt and they did it in my lower abdomen, which was like an area where I was having a lot of trouble engaging. And, you know, that muscle was very, very weak. Uh, so I did M-Sculpt. I did about four sessions of that and it was really, really helpful in the sense that it strengthened that muscle for me. Like I, I went from like not being able to do a five second plank to getting back up to 30 seconds pretty quickly. And I was just, I was amazed that that M sculpt machine just like helped me strengthen that muscle. That was, I was having a lot of trouble with and got me at least back to a place where my workouts were better. Like I, after doing four weeks of M sculpt, I went into my, I realized in my workouts, I was able to train a lot better during those workouts. Like I was able to you know, engage my core in the way that it should have been engaged. And um, I think that that helped me with my overall recovery a lot. And also, um, this is like, I can't prove this in any way, but I will say like one of the, one of the other pieces of the puzzle was just like getting therapy for my birth trauma. Like I really think like, feel like my body was almost really, really tense those first few months because of that birth trauma and I remember there was like one point in therapy where I like went into my body and turned off my internal alarm system because I feel like there there had been this alarm system that went off when I was giving birth that never got shut off and I swear to god this sounds so like hooky and you know not proven but 
the day that I switched that off in therapy, like I swear to God, like the next month I lost like four pounds. Like the weight just started falling off a little bit easier after I got um, help in that sense. So all of that is to say if like all the things you're doing, if you're trying all of this, if you're eating well, working out, you know, doing the best you can, um, I do think those last few things at least help me like getting some more, getting some clarity on your hormones, getting therapy if you need it. M sculpt. I mean, M sculpt is expensive, but I will say like it, even in my next pregnancy, I will, I will do that again. Like I was like, Oh, that, that was worth it. And then the final ingredient I will say for at least my bounce back journey was time. So to just kind of give you like an honest look at how all of this shook out, like I said, by month four, by the time I went to Italy, I had only lost one pound. Those, I lost a couple more pounds in the following months. And I like literally fought for every single pound that came off until about month nine. I swear to God, after I turned off that alarm, I lost like a couple pounds the next month. And then uh, in total, in total, by my year mark, I had lost 10 pounds. And that means that I had kept 10 pounds as well. Now, just to kind of go back to what I was saying a little bit earlier about the number on the scale, like not being the best barometer for this, like at my one year mark, I feel, I I felt like I looked really good. I felt good and I was fitting into clothes, you know, some of my old pre-pregnancy clothes. And I feel like a lot of people looked at me and they're like, oh my God, how did you bounce back so quickly? And I'm like, I I haven't like I still like I'm still only halfway there but um that kind of goes to that point of like you, you can't just look at the number on the scale as the the indicator of where you're at because it's just there's so many other factors and um and you just have to like kind of like give your body a lot of grace and I think like managing your own body image is just as important as anything else that we've talked about up until this point. You know, making sure to not compare your body to one that, I don't know, didn't just have a baby, you know? Like, that's something I was guilty of. Like, I would be out with friends and, like, you know, last summer was my postpartum summer and I'd be out with friends who were, like, in bikinis running around and I would just kind of feel myself get a little bit like, oh, I wish my stomach looked like that, or I wish my legs looked like that. And I'm like, why am I comparing my body to friends that have not been pregnant and did not just have babies? Like that is insane. And that's also to say like, you can't compare your body to your own body that before having a baby, you know what I mean? Like you just have to, you, you comparing is the worst thing you can do at this time. And really like when I was starting to feel or whenever I felt low about my body, I always tried to remind myself of like what my body just did and to try to feel proud. And it's an ongoing, it's one of those things that like we say to feel proud about your body and like think about what it just created. And it's another thing to like actually feel that way. Like that is something I struggle with. I can tell you even a year out, I almost feel like maybe I kind of like, stopped giving myself grace after the year mark. I'm kind of, I I think I went through a phase where I'm like, okay, well I had a baby over a year ago. Like I should be this size or I should, you know, have the baby weight gone. And I feel like I lost 
that grace for myself. And I, I, to this day practice reminding myself just how much my body went through and how much it did and trying to feel proud of it. And like looking at my stomach in a way that like, yeah, it hangs over my jeans a little bit, but like there was a baby in there, you know, there was a huge ass baby in there not that long ago. And of course that's going to be the case. And I've mentioned this on other episodes, but like one thing I always say to myself whenever I'm feeling low is like, okay, you know, oh, you're sad that you don't have a six pack. Would you trade your baby for that six pack? Would you, would you hand Bodie off to have your six pack back? Like, of course not. Like that's, you know, like once you put it in that sense, it sounds insane. And that's like a good way. I always kind of try to bring myself back to reality. I'm like, yeah, I would never trade any way that I look for my child. Like I have this beautiful, incredible baby in my life and it's because my body made these sacrifices and did what it did. And like, it just makes, I feel like accepting it a little bit easier. And then I will, I will also say another important piece is like, learning how to dress your new body. Like I I think that's kind of where I got into trouble a little bit (laughs) is I would try and like squeeze into my old clothes. Like I didn't really want to buy new clothes at a larger size. So I would just try and squeeze into things that I already owned. And when I didn't look good in those things, then I would feel bad. Like no shit, you know? So that's something I know the next time around I'm going to be smarter about. Like one, you just did something crazy. Like you deserve some new jeans. Like you deserve some new cute outfits. So buy them, <laughs> you know, like don't be, don't be stingy with yourself when it comes to this. Like you deserve to look cute and to feel cute. So learning to dress your new body, I think is key. And that's honestly, it's, it is like a real it's a real struggle, I think, for a while, like just even kind of figuring out what your new style is or how to dress your new body because you're used to dressing your old body and you're used to wearing certain things and you kind of have to like experiment and, you know, try to find new styles and dress yourself in a new way. It, it, it is a learning curve. I will 100% say that. Like, it took me a while. Um, What helped was just, like, trying on a lot of stuff. Like, I remember I made, you know, an afternoon of it one day where I went to Nordstrom and, like, just pulled a bunch of different styles of jeans because I'm like, I know what used to look good on me, but we're going to find out what looks good on me right now. And that's, I think, key. Experimenting and then making the investment, like buying some investment pieces. And I will say it's not just like clothes either. It's like bras. It's with bathing suits too. This is so key. I know we're in like the summer months and I can't stress this enough. Like investing in a good bathing suit that supports you is so key. Like this is not the time to wear a Shein like six dollar bikini top like that shit's not gonna hold and it's not gonna look great so I think investing in some cute pieces is key and like wear what makes you feel good oh my god I I thought when I was getting ready to record this episode I remembered this story I I think I had blacked it out for a period of time but this was let me take you back to last summer 
this was around my birthday. So this was like in September, I'd had a baby in April. So we're like the end of April. So we're like, maybe I'm like five and a half months postpartum. And I'm on a boat with a bunch of my friends, like for my birthday. And I felt at this time comfortable in a one piece. I like wasn't feeling like a two piece girly just yet. And so I had a one piece bathing suit on and then I had a sarong over it because that's what made me feel comfortable. And (laughs) this is so fucked up. I had like two girlfriends that were on the boat with me who might I just add one is a bikini model and the other is a lingerie model, you know, like they're both fucking models. Okay. And they both start, you know, getting on me being like, you're so beautiful. Take your sarong off. You do not need to be wearing that. Sarah, look how great you look. You just had a baby. You look amazing. You look so good. Take it off. Take it off. Next thing I know, the boat is chanting, take it off. Take it off for me to take my sarong off on the boat. And like, I obviously did because everyone was chanting it. But I look back on that and I'm like, wow, Like I was straight up bullied, you know, like that was fucked up. And I know their intentions were nice and to like make me feel good, but it didn't make me feel good. And I I say that to say like, wear whatever the fuck you want that makes you feel good. If you want to wear a sarong, wear a sarong. If you want to wear a fucking turtleneck to the beach, girl, do you just take your time and do whatever makes you feel comfortable in whatever situation you're in. And I will also say since we're in the summer months and you know, if you're out there, if you're, you need to be in a bathing suit, maybe you have a beach vacation, you're out with your fam and let's say you're not feeling so great. One thing that always helps me, I swear to God, it helps every single time. My favorite quote, what I live by is if you can't tone it, tan it, (laughs) like getting a spray tan or even just like I do like a weekly um fake tan in my own bathroom I use like a foam um which is probably full of chemicals and not super great for me but like it makes me feel better so fuck it uh I think is a great option you know can't tone it tan it always makes you feel better same goes for like whitening your teeth like I have always found that when I whiten my teeth like I just throw on some crest strips or whatever it is like that always makes me feel prettier and better um those are just a a couple couple quick tips you know if you're if you're struggling with the body image but the biggest thing the biggest thing is to give yourself time give yourself grace and any time that you feel any certain way about your body about your bounce back look at your baby Look at what you did, you created, and remember that this time is so temporary. Yeah, maybe you're going to have a summer of full coverage swimwear or moo-moos or whatever it is that makes you feel good. Maybe it's going to take a little bit of time to get to where you want to be. Focus that time and energy instead of like waiting to look a certain way into just enjoying your sweet little baby and looking at them and enjoying them. And everybody tells you this, but it goes by so quickly that you have this little angel sweet baby and you don't want to waste 
one single fucking minute of this time feeling badly about your body or feeling insecure or whatever it is like don't waste it don't feel bad I, I we, we all are gonna have those moments and it's okay like I I'm telling you even just like a week ago I had like a week where I was just feeling pretty low I, I put on like a couple pounds back <laughs> like I went from like losing weight to now being then being pretty stagnant and then putting on a couple pounds and I was getting really really down on myself but in those moments, it's just so important to remember why your body is the way it is. And it's because it did the biggest miracle ever. It created life. And I hope that that helps. I feel like I've been rambling for a while, but I just, I wanted to share at least my own personal experience with this whole bounce back, whatever it is, this bullshit but um, I hope that you guys out there are not stressing about it too much. Time, time is the key thing here. Truly give yourself like a year. I, I, that, is, that is the biggest thing. People got into my DMs and told me that like it's going to take a year and I didn't believe them in the beginning. But that is the truth. And I can tell you, even though I am not back at the weight that I was before having a baby, I feel good. My body is strong. Um, I'm really proud of where I've come in the last year. And I just, I want to stay healthy and good until I'm ready to do this all over again with number two, which we will see hopefully in a few months. Not ready to talk about that just yet. But anyway, oh my gosh, I should wrap this up. I'm sweating, you guys. Like, I don't know if you could tell. This is a really, this is a hard episode to record. Um, and I hope that it has been helpful in any weird way. I feel like I rambled for a lot of it, but, um, I think it's sometimes just helpful to kind of hear other people's experience and, you know, compare notes. I'm sure your quote unquote bounce back probably looks different than mine, but we're all figuring it out together. And, um, I hope you're feeling good. So, with that, let's wrap this bad boy up. Thank you so much for listening this week and for being part of the bottle service community. I would actually, if you have anything that has worked for you, any insights that you have, please, please uh, come into my DMs. Let me know. I would love to hear it. I would love to continue to share out anything that I learn, anything that works. Um, and I want to hear from you guys. I always love hearing from you guys. It makes me so happy. I got like five new bottle service baby dms this week and it truly made me so happy those like oh my god there's nothing better but anyway thank you for tuning in and if you're enjoying this show hit those five stars leave a little review if you can it helps so so much i really really appreciate you guys bumping along with me week in and week out and i will see you next time bye bottle